the blast from our past network. Hey everybody, it's your two favorite podcast hosts, Adam and Corey from Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, and we have something very exciting to tell you about. That's right. We have decided to take on not just Seinfeld, but also Curb Your Enthusiasm, exclusive to our Patreon feed. So that means every single month we go episode by episode of Curb Your Enthusiasm. And the fun thing is, I've never seen Curb Your Enthusiasm before, so I am super excited to go down this road with you, Adam. But even better, when you join at the Curb Your Enthusiasm tier, you also unlock the complete back catalog of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast, totally ad-free. So you get Seinfeld, you get Curb, and you get Adam and Corey. What else could you want? I don't know, maybe to dip my bald head in oil and rub it all over your body? Uh, I'm sorry, Corey, that's another tier. We're not ready for that yet. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. All right, well, now back to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. Cartwright! Cartwright! Hello, Newman. This is so f***ing good! Nothing for you! These pretzels are making me thirsty! Not that there's anything wrong with that. Serenity now! He's a re-gifter! Well, let's start the insanity. Giddy up. Welcome to Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. We are two superfans giving you every single episode of Seinfeld. Back to back to back to back to back because we love Seinfeld and you love Seinfeld. What's the deal with Seinfeld? (laughs) I'm Adam. I'm Corey. What's the deal with roosters not being chickens? (laughs) Well, you have the chicken, the rooster, (laughs) and and the the hen. (laughs) And the rooster has sex with the chicken, but who's having sex with the hen? hen. (laughs) (laughs) That's a totally different episode, but I feel like it would have been fitted well in here. Of course, of course. That's right. We are talking The Little Jerry, Season 8, Episode 11. It first aired... January 9th, 1997. Welcome to 1997, hey. my man. Yeah, dude, 1997. Hey. Woohoo! Hell Where were yeah. you in January of 1997? I was 12 years old. Uh, and actually, no, I was still 11. I wouldn't have turned 12 until like the end of the year. Um, I was probably watching like uh, some some hardcore cartoons right now and not watching Seinfeld <laughs> at this time. I was in community college failing my first semester. It's that much of a difference? Yeah. Yeah, I graduated from uh, high uh, high school in 96 and then went to community college for a few years. Yeah. I was working at, at the time, I was working at Funko Land, which later became, you know, EB Games and everything. Or no, GameSpot, I should say. Uh, Listening to a reading Game Informer and everything and uh, playing, what, PS1 was back then? Yeah, that was out there. Yeah. Yeah. You're really fucking old. I am, dude. I am really (laughs) fucking old. (laughs) Hey, everybody out there, if you are listening to this episode, you are probably on our free feed. Um, but for everyone who is listening to Patreon, hey, thank you. We love you. Thank you. And if you want to join the Patreon community so you can get this episode without any ads and get all of our other episodes because you missed a very interesting conversation on the episode before this. Yeah. Um, and so I highly recommend you guys. It's $1 a month. $1. $1. And so uh, check it out. Highly, highly recommend. It's patreon.com slash cartwright. You, you, can't get it, podcast. you can't get anything for a dollar anymore. So come on now. Oh, no. 
Hell no. All right. Uh, Corey, my man, please give us that synopsis. Of course. The little Jerry. Jerry bounces a check at the local bodega, and the storekeeper posts it for all to see. Kramer buys a chicken so he can produce his own eggs. When he discovers his chicken is really a rooster, he names it Little Jerry Seinfeld and trains him to be a champion cockfighter. George dates a prisoner. Elaine's boyfriend shaves his head, but realizes he's really bald when he tries to grow it back. All right, let's get into our scene-by-scene breakdown. And we start off on the street. Uh, Elaine and Jerry... Um, are waiting for George and you know he's complaining about uh, her not going to an auto show with him and overall just about um, you know the longer you wait for somebody it's uh, an inverse property the longer you know with someone he will uh, wait the shorter amount because he knows them and has higher expectations and he told George to meet them in 10 minutes and it's been five and it's like (laughs) eh, long enough let's leave and right when they leave, George walks around the corner and he's like, he looks at his watch. Oh, I'm early. He doesn't know that they've already left him there. God damn it. These are getting worse, Corey. <laughs> these are fucking awful, man. Yeah. Th- this, this one, this one I was pretty indifferent on. This one, I just, eh, this was, yeah, I didn't hate it, but it, it wasn't necessary. This one. I, I don't know if it was worse than last episodes, but it's, it's right there on the equal shit Filling. Like, I just, I hated this. Well, I didn't hate the last episode's cold open, so let's just put that on the record. That's Adam speaking. <laughs> yeah, me and Cor, by the end of, like, Seinfeld, we might be, like, coming to blows. On I know. I, our differences. I know. And, <laughs> I, like, uh, yeah, and in yeah. per our last conversation, last episode, uh, I would love for y'all to check it out, but uh, that was the the, the biggest uh, point disparity that we've ever had. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, I won't tell you who liked it or who didn't like it, but uh, it was the biggest gap that we've ever had and it brought up some interesting conversations too about uh whether or not you know the reality like as seinfeld goes further and further into non-reality realms adam's not quite digging that i don't mind it actually kind of enjoy it and i'm wondering if our points are going to start spreading apart more and more yeah yeah it's possible it's possible yeah it'd be kind of crazy just to see like oh man i'm like seasons eight and nine like your favorite of all time Mm -hmm. and i'm just like no these are trash yeah we'll see we'll see we'll We'll see. see That's why we're doing this, right? (laughs) That is exactly why we're doing this. So, all right. At Monk's, uh, Kramer uh, noticed that Jerry bounced a check at a bodega. And, uh, you know, that's kind of a strange thing for to happen to Jerry. So uh, George comes in. uh, We find out, you know, the Susan Foundation made a donation to a women's prison. And George is still kind of working with them. Yeah, when he has to. <laughs> or or when he forgets to let the machine pick up is what he says. Yes. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I did like that line. Uh, George is excited about seeing some prison women. Uh, he's, it's probably a little fetish for him. You know, these uh, dangerous ladies. Well, because he says, uh, and, and yeah, of course. And then Kramer says, ooh, caged heat. <laughs> you say, of course. Is like, is caged heat a thing for you? So, I mean, I, so I'm saying that because there was a, like, back in the late 70s, early 80s, there was just nothing but a bunch of, like, exploitation pris- women in prison movies. And I think that's where this mentality comes from because it's, it's stuff like, you know, Linda Blair was in it and she was topless and it was, they were soft core. They were, they were Cinemax movies, you know, but there was, they were oh. all women in prison movies and KHT being one of them. And, oh, really? Yeah, but they're exploitation, you know, type of movies and everything. So, um, okay. Yeah. So I, I do think that there is like a, you know, like a fetish, a, a fetish, you know, for for women in prison movies. 
Ah, uh, gotcha. I totally missed that reference, but I'm looking at the picture for Caged Heat. Yeah, those are pretty attractive ladies. Yeah, yeah. It's just, and, But it, there was a whole genre <laughs> of those kind of movies back in the day. The subtitle, White Hot Desires, Melting Cold Prison Steel. Yeah, dude, yeah. <laughs> it's awful. That is fucking awful. I mean, but... they, made, they made multiple caged heats, you know. There was a caged heat, too. <laughs> wow. It's called Sorry. Stripped of Freedom. <laughs> Holy crap, Corey. You, uh, you know far too much about this series. I mean, uh, go check out Podcasting After Dark. My whole childhood was sleazy cult movies, so... Yeah, that's why, that's why we call you Sleazy C. That's right, baby. All right. Uh, in comes Elaine uh, with her man of the hour, Kurt. And, dude, John Michael Higgins. Tell us about him. John Michael fucking Higgins, man. Like, yeah. wow, what a huge fucking name. Uh, uh, a best in show. A mighty wind. I mean, dude, so much. He, he's been in so fucking much. Yeah, he's actually, uh, he was in the America Says Game Show on the Game Show Network. (laughs) He's currently the principal on the recent Saved by the Bell reboot. Okay, good. he is comedic gold. Mm -hmm. Honestly, I absolutely adore him. Mostly for me, it's for the Christopher Guest films that he's been in. Yeah, me too, me too. But he is a funny actor. Also, with a full head of hair. Oh, yeah. No, you can totally tell that they, they let his hair grow out a little bit later, and then they bick it to make the other – you know what I mean? Yeah. But, yeah, you look at him now, and he still has a full head of hair. But at the Gorgeous. same time, I got to give him props for shaving his head for this uh, this mm-hmm. scene, this ep- this episode, you know? Yeah, yeah. But, it, I, you know, definitely, I mean, back in the day, I never really made that connection. It was probably until now that I realized, oh, my God, that's who that is. Because, I mean, I saw those movies, like, uh, way back, and I've probably seen this episode in between those times. But now when I'm doing the research, it's like, holy shit, that's who that is. That's awesome. And my experience with it is the exact same as yours. I, I've, I've seen this episode, obviously, multiple times throughout my life. I also know who he is. Didn't put it together yeah. that this was him. Although, every time I saw this episode, I was always like, there's something familiar about that guy. But yeah, I'm mm. with you, dude. It was today when I actually looked it up. And I was like, holy fucking shit, that's him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it's unmistakable. Yeah, the then you can't, you yeah, you can't not yep. see it. Yeah. And plus, he has a beard in this. He doesn't usually yeah. have a beard and stuff. So Correct. Yeah. Correct. So... Uh, we find out that he shaves his head, and Elaine's like, oh, no, it's gutsy, you know, because, uh, you know, back in that day, in the 90s, this was not popular. Yeah. But today, shaving your head, mm-hmm. even when you have hair, shaving your head is a particular, like, you know, it's a, it's a good look for a lot of people. Yeah, no, and he doesn't look bad. He's got, like, the. I, no. I would like for his beard to be maybe a little bit longer, uh, and then he mm. would pretty much just look contemporary to now, you know? And, yeah, but it yeah. was interesting because Jerry's like, is he from the future, you know? Like, all making fun of him and everything because, yeah, back then it was a big deal for a guy to shave his head bald, like big bald. But he said he does it for his swim team, so. Yeah, exactly. And 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 maybe there was also a stereotype of, like, skinhead kind of thing. Oh, or yeah. maybe yeah. So that probably there was some... That took a while to that kind of go away. Um, have you ever shaved your head? Yes, I shaved my head in high school. Back when I was 11? Yeah, when you were 11. Uh, <laughs> or I was probably 10. It was when um, uh, Demon Knight with Billy Zane came out. I was obsessed with that movie. Uh, Billy Zane is bald in that movie. He's uh, He plays this like demon collector guy. And uh, I had the poster on my wall and everything. And I shaved my head, um, bald, and it, it was not a good look. And a bunch of people made fun of me, said I was a skinhead. But I was just... Uh, 
I was just a nerd. I was just a, a nerd who loved Billy Zane in Demon Knight, and I was ridiculed and mocked for it. So I do get it. Yeah. Okay. I mean, Billy Zane pulls off bald really oh, yeah. well. Oh, yeah. No, Billy Zane looks fantastic bald, but yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so. I I never, like, bicked my head, but I will say I had to, like, shave it really kind of close one time. Um, it was actually when my brother's wife fucked up my haircut. Oh. <laughs> um, so I've been cut, actually, my, my brother helped me cut my hair when I was, like, younger. Um, and then I learned to just kind of cut it myself after a while. And I've been cutting my own hair pretty much since senior year of high school. Oh, wow. And I, good, buddy. I, I have not paid for a haircut. My mom bought a haircut for me one time when I was like out with her one time. I have not paid for a haircut since fucking high school. Your hair why? looks I fucking great, bro. For, for someone who does it themselves, I never imagined that it, you just did it yourself. It looks and really I just fucking clippers. good. Yeah. I mean, you have a, tw- a set of 20 yeah. buck clippers yeah. and I've been using that shit Forever. What what is that number number four on the side? You you keep it around number four. So I blend. I start out with a seven on top. Okay. And then yeah. I go a five, yep. four, three, okay. two. Yeah. And that's kind of and I kind of like you know gradually does, work does my way down. Does Casey get the back? Does she get the back? Uh, for she'll you? do like a line on the back. Okay. But I mean, I'll still you know when I didn't have her, I would still do it myself and use mirrors to kind of make sure it didn't look terrible. Okay. Um, but she now, yes, she is uh, very helpful and you know. Um, she'll just kind of just do like the, uh, the back line. Um, but yeah, so I was in high school and, uh, we were cutting my, John was cutting my hair in the garage, my brother, and he was basically almost done. He just had to finish some shit on the sides and he got a phone call. Um, and this was when you had to go inside to get the co- the phone cause it was on a cord. And so, um, he gave the clippers to, his fiance, or well, she was she was just the girlfriend at the time, now his wife and whatnot. <laughs> and he said, "Hey, can you finish it up?" And so she went in there, and there was no guard, oh, you know, because he was just yeah. doing like the last little yeah. trims. And she on the side just went Vrp! like right, <laughs> and it fucked a huge mark on the side of my head. And so to fix it, my brother had to like uh, do the entire side of the yeah, head at that completely length, yeah. with no guard. Yeah, and I. And then, and, and, you know, the top part, we kind of left still fairly short, but it was, we didn't do fully all the way, um, no guard. But, like, I actually will have, like, some eczema in my hair, yeah. <laughs> scalp. So I do not have a, an attractive scalp, I will say. <laughs> so I will I am, have never um, felt the need to go bald, and, and I'm glad that I don't deal with hair loss like you do and yeah. other people do. Yeah. Um, I've got a pretty strong line. It's you not do terrible. have a pretty strong yeah. line. Yeah, it's it's a so. it's a solid look right there. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so I'm I'm I fear uh, losing it all only because of I I don't think I can pull it off because it's just like oh god. Now granted, if I had to moisturize better, maybe that would help my eczema. <laughs> so. you, you some head and shoulders, buddy. <laughs> yeah, there you go. She gets some head and shoulders. <laughs> so all right, there's a <laughs> long story about that one. Um, all right, so Jerry goes and talks to the bodega owner. Uh, you know, gives him some cash, trying to get his bounce check away. And uh, did you recognize Marcelino? Yes, uh, Miguel uh, San- Sandoval? Sandoval. Sandoval. Yeah, yeah. I've seen him clear and present danger, Jurassic Park, Get Shorty, million fucking things. He is yeah. that character actor when you see him. You're like, ah, that guy. Exactly. Got tons of stuff. Jurassic Park, for some reason, sticks out the most to me. Who was uh, he in he Jurassic is- Park? He, uh, like the boat guy or something. 
No, yeah. Hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna figure this out because actually I said the same comment to my wife and I couldn't remember, but I just like I remember him. Yeah, me and... too. I like I remember him in Jurassic Park, but I can't quite remember who he was. Well, I think he uh he oh yeah, he is the other um paleontologist that they couldn't get and he was like, Oh, you'll uh, never get Grant. Okay. Um, he was that guy, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. okay. Nice, nice. Yeah. Exactly. He's like, he grants a digger like me. That's, I think that's his line. Yeah. I'm pretty sure like that's the rememberable line. So that's how I really, really remember him. And he's still working to this day, man. He, oh, he is fuck always yeah. popping up and shit. Fuck yeah. He's in tons of stuff. So, and he's always great too. I, and I love him. Oh, he is. Yeah. But he uh, is a dick here and does not remove the bounce checks. It's store policy. <laughs> it's your, it's your store. <laughs> I am not above the policy. <laughs> I love that. So, yeah, really kind of fucks Jerry. Jerry has had, uh, you know, this episode and next, he's going to have some some financial woes Yeah, um, yeah. in general. Mm-hmm. So kind of interesting. Even though at the end of next episode, he's like, <laughs> no, he's no, fine with just, money. But I'll be just whatever. fine, yeah. Yeah, anyway. All right, uh, George talks to uh, the warden of this female prison. And, and I know uh, you recognized her. I did without question because she had a reoccurring role on Scrubs. That's why I uh, knew you recognized her. <laughs> her name is Catherine Jutson. Um, for most people, well, most people who watched Desperate Housewives, she had a pretty big role in Desperate Housewives until she passed away. I think it was 2012, something like that. Okay. Um, she was also in West Wing. She's been a bunch. Yeah. She's very uh, a memorable look. But yeah, I remember her absolutely best from Scrubs. Was she somebody's mom in Scrubs or? No, no, she was. Um, she was a. Uh, um, a patient. Oh, okay. And she okay. ends up dying uh, uh, in Scrubs. So. On like, what is like on JT's watch or something? And then, yeah, it, yeah, yeah exactly. Whole character arc happens or like, something. Yeah. Yeah. And even kind of comes back in like a, a kind of a dream sequence that he has of all the people who have died. Okay. In, you know, from his, um, from his stuff. So. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah. But she's good. She's funny. She's a great little, you know, comedic um, character actor. So. Yeah. Yeah. No, I liked her in this too. Yep. Uh, and so then we meet this librarian. And uh, she's not just a librarian. She is uh, a prisoner. And Jer- and George, that is so cool. He thinks it's really <laughs> cool because, of course, apparently that caged heat thing was a thing. Yeah, dude. So, and, it's so played, she's play- it. and she's played by Andrea Benwald. Um, she's done some stuff, not like a million things. Uh, well, actually, she has done a lot of stuff. But what mm-hmm. I recognized mostly was uh, Suddenly Susan. Do you remember I that show? I do remember show? that. Of course I remember that yeah. show. Yeah, it's such a 90s-esque show. I know. I know. And uh, Judd Nelson was in it. And cause, yeah. But it was only on for, like, I think a couple seasons. And Brooke, Brooke Shields. Brooke, Brooke Shields, Shields was yep. the lead. Brooke I remember that part. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And the funny thing is, because I, 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 look, you know, I looked her up on IMDb, and I saw that, and it was just, like, totally, like, came back to my brain because yeah. I haven't thought about Suddenly Susan in, like, 30 years, you know? Nope. Like, it's insane. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. Uh, at the apartment, we find out uh, that George asked the prisoner out, and he's excited, particularly for the thought of conjugal visits. Now, I do want to mention, I feel like this is a thing that every guy fantasizes about, the idea of a conjugal visit. There is just something that I think I don't it gets most people excited but it's I like, don't know yeah, why. aren't you like having sex in like still in the jail room or something? I'd rather be having sex in like the comfort of my own bed. But it is probably yes, like a, a cot that everybody fucks on. Yes. Um. So I don't know, but like for George, it gets him real hot. Yeah, he's really excited. <laughs> I don't know. Just the word, the word conjugal visit means sex, and so maybe that that's what it does for most guys. It's just 
it's sex, and so sex is good. Yeah, I, I guess. A good conjugal ne- visit's never been a fantasy of mine, so. <laughs> okay. <laughs> we differ on that. Anyway. <laughs> and you know what? But I think it's just like the sex in strange places. Like, I yeah. would I would have sex everywhere. Oh, yeah. You know what? I, you know, I do the Mile High Club. I would have, I'd have sex on everywhere I could possibly could with with uh, my lovely lady, and we just bang, and we just uh, we do, you know we have like our checklist, and we check off every little spot. So, so one of you guys got to go to jail so you can check off the conjugal visit. Uh yes, and maybe I don't know, I don't know. Would she be the? Would it be hotter if I was in jail? And I, I think it's hotter visit? if she's in jail because it's it's not that's not the norm. You know what I mean? Like I think yeah, that's but the what problem, makes it hotter. The problem is when she goes to jail, it's going to be for killing me. Yeah, and because I'm going to annoy her to de- to to a, a spot where she's just going to have to kill me. Yeah, and so then I can't give her a conjugal visit. Yeah, no, that's I mean that's the fate of you and me both. Our wives <laughs> will kill us one day. Where it's just that's a given, guys. It's a given, undoubtedly so. <laughs> so. Hey everybody, Corey here. I just wanted to let you know that we'll be right back after these short messages. I'm John, and I'm the host of Action Action. Every week, I'm joined by James. hey And Dustin. Hello. And each week, we review, debate, and rank a different action movie. We're creating the ultimate list of action movies. From awful to awesome. So if you want to hear three more white guys with beards talk about action movies. And argue about where they belong on our list. And decide you hate us because we've made fun of your favorite movie. Join us every Tuesday, and you can find us on your favorite podcatcher. And Steven Seagal mm. is a joke. <laughs> Hello, everybody. I'm Adam. I'm John. And every week, we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more, all from the things of our nostalgic past. So please join us every single week on the Blast From Our Past podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, however you listen to podcasts, you can find us, and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia. At the apartment, we uh, or sorry, I mentioned that I got caught up on the conjugal visit. All right, in comes Kramer, uh, dropping off things into Jerry's fridge, including a big bag of chicken feed. And my first thought is that's probably just corn. Why the fuck is he putting it in the fridge? Yeah, it doesn't need to go in the fridge, but okay. Nope. All right, whatever. Uh, Elaine sees uh, Kurt's driver's license, and he's got a full, thick, lustrous head of hair, and he mentions. Hey, I shave it because I like the way it looked. Exactly, it's for yeah, my for uh, swim my swim team, and yeah. I don't have to, you know, keep it. But I like the look. But so she, but she's, she's like, I could be dating this head of hair, and it's funny because John Michael Higgins he does have an illustrious head of hair. So like the so the joke works if you actually know who he is. Yeah. But like you never see that in this episode. But it's it's funny because they could have just hired a bald guy, but he's not. He does have an amazing head of hair in real life. Yeah. So, so, so you're right. It, it works, it works as a meta thing too, you know? Yep, very true. Uh, Jerry is woken up by a rooster. <laughs> and the rooster's name is Little Jerry. It's Kramer's rooster. He got him so he could get some eggs. 
But it's a fucking rooster, yeah, and not... roosters don't produce eggs. And Jim Cramer's like, oh, that must be why he's pretty, yeah. And I love how Jim, he just, like, looks into the rooster's butt. Now, first of all, mm-hmm. I, I've never held a, a chicken before, but they got sharp claws. I, If yeah. I were Michael Richards, you can tell he's not doing a lot of quick motions with mm-hmm. the, the you know, the, the chicken there, the chicken, the rooster there. But I would still be like, I ain't touching that fucking thing. Yeah, no, no, no. Now, a rooster is a chicken. Yeah. They're all chickens. Yeah, they're all chickens. They all have sex. <laughs> or whatever it is. Yeah. But yeah. Um, all right. Uh, George goes on a date with the prisoner. And, you know, he's excited about this because, you know, she can't go anywhere. She's not going to be fooling around. She, he, There's no pop-ins, all that kind of stuff. So things are going good for George. Jerry's parents call. And they heard from Leo that his that he had a bounced check and you know, they bicker about sending him $50 and this kind of thing. So ha ha ha. Yeah. And and this is going to be a storyline that's going to actually come into play next episode too, with the whole money thing. So, and we never even had an idea of why Jerry bounced that check. He doesn't even say like, Oh, it was like a weird moment where like something was clearing. And then, you know, it's like, damn, it was only like 40 bucks too. It's like, damn. And that bothered me because I, I did want to know like, why is he bouncing a check? Like he doesn't have money problems. Where did this come from? Like, was this like from an old bank or something? And he just fucked up. Yeah. Um, I wish we I had don't... some sort of in world yeah. explanation of it. Truthful, you know, like, like, yeah, yeah like, like, I don't know, something cleared, like, like my trip to somewhere cleared and then I didn't, yeah, I don't know anything, but like $40, like, Damn, dude. So is your is your bank account really a roller coaster like that? Does he get yeah. paid like you know do it? He does a, a Tonight Show gig or something. He gets a big chunk of cash. He that goes in there and he kind of just rides it out until you know like it's not steady income, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like you get down so bad that you, like you don't even have forty dollars in your account. Yeah, and, and not to say that bounce checks aren't a thing as much anymore, but I feel like banks stopped bouncing checks and what they did was they allowed the money but they just allowed people to go into negative debt and then they caused um it caused fees oh your overdraft here's an overdraft fee and so it's like it didn't bounce the check but it did cause you to pay more money to the bank and that's what they did now they kind of started doing that you know probably after this but like bounce checks are just like well also checks aren't aren't a thing anymore anyway really yeah exactly yeah so yeah no it it seems like this is a bit antiquated but it is concerning it is concerning that jerry doesn't have 40 dollars in his account yeah and and more so concerning that we get zero explanation knowing he is fine with money and seeing how much he has done in the next episode but even before this there's been no lead up to this so it's kind of like okay just just strange yeah so yeah uh, George is at the apartment. Elaine comes in and proves that Kurt isn't bald. She's just carrying around his uh, driver's license, I guess. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she must have stolen okay. it. And of course, yeah. George does not find that amusing. He's like, "That's like uh, using a wheelchair just for the fun of it," which is ironic. George is going to do that, you know, uh, later. I don't think it's this season or maybe next season. You know, but uh, play now mm-hmm. when he goes to play now. But um, you're right. Yeah, but yeah. So George, but wheelchair, equating... wheelchairs are kind of fun. Like I'm not gonna lie, I when you know. pop into one and you can try to do a wheelie. Yep, yep. Like... Um, when uh, so at film school we had one because that was a dolly. That was our cheap yeah. dolly. And so of course, as we were editing, everybody would always sort of just sit in the wheelchair while you're in the the editing room because you have nothing else to do and you're kind of <laughs> you do the lean back and you do the you hold yeah. the the wheels so you stay. You know, yeah, yeah. Everybody does it. Exactly. 
Uh, Kramer then takes uh, little Jerry on a walk near the bodega. And the uh, he sees, as well as the owner of the bodega, see just how aggressive that the chicken can be. And that will come back to us. Uh, Elaine sees Kurt's hair growth. And it's uh it's missing in some areas. Yeah. Uh, particularly in like the back and the, the front. It's got a little horseshoe shape. It's George's um, hair. He's got George's pattern. He's going bald. <laughs> and so. he's terrified. But but yeah, the actor, they definitely let his hair grow out a little bit. They so they must mm-hmm. have shot this probably like a week in between or something. But then they you could tell they bicked they It <laughs> could have been it could have been makeup. It could have just okay, been little, little dots. Bit of dots. Uh, that, that was my thought. It was just kind of okay. like little black dots that they put in there. Okay. But uh, yeah, so it's obvious, yes, that he is—he's uh, now losing the hair and not happy about it. No, <laughs> uh, George brings some cigarettes to to Celia, of course, because that's currency. Sure, of course. Uh, for her. <laughs> um, and he finds out that she's up for parole, which of course he doesn't want. He's enjoying having having uh, a prisoner girlfriend right yeah, now because there's no pop-ins, so. you know, and all the yeah. other stuff that come with having a girlfriend outside exactly. of jail. Yep. Kramer agrees to doing a cockfight at Marcelino's store. Um, and then we get a little commercial break here. We come back and apparently little Jerry won. Yeah. Well, I do like, you know, he, he's about to do the fight and, and Kramer, you know, Jerry's like, that's dangerous. That's immoral. They're that he's going to get hurt. It's a, it's illegal even. And, and Kramer's like, yeah. well, what are you talking about? And he's like, he's like, I thought they just gave him little hats and little gloves, like, you know, American gladiators. And I mm-hmm. laugh because, you know, I grew up yeah. watching American oh, gladiators. Oh, I love American I, gladiators. I know you do. I thought you would have, I thought you would have called that out. I know you like your American gladiators. Yeah. I just. I don't know. Whatever. It just didn't. It didn't. It didn't do click. It for me, yeah. So. It didn't yeah. click. I just. I like hearing it. I'm like, oh, there was a time when American Gladiators was so big that it was referenced on a mainstream show. True. And I love the original American yeah, Gladiators. I love the reboot that they did in like 2008. How long did the it's reboot last? Two years. Okay. Two seasons, okay. and then it was off. Wasn't um, it like USA or something? Was the reboot? Yeah, that or TNT. Or yeah, like a it was a cable thing, thing right? Yeah. yeah, exactly. It was. It was not on. Like regular, but, I don't think. But so. when you were growing up, was the OG one still on the OG? American oh yeah. Gladiator? Okay. Okay. I loved OG Gladiator, yeah. and I still love it. I I can go back. Like I don't think it's on streaming all that much, but it should be. I would watch every fucking episode. Yeah. Why is that not like on Netflix or Hulu or something? I don't know. I also think they should do a American Gladiators like camp like i would spend money and do like those actual i would do like the fucking assault the thing where you're shooting tennis ball things i would do atlasphere which is the big like all uh, of it all of it it is amazing i watched i used to watch the fuck out of american gladiators back in the day of course the 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 gun one was always the best what assault or whatever it was that was always my favorite yeah that was fun yeah that was fun um it's currently on Pluto TV for once, only one season is on Pluto TV, and one season is on the Roku channel. I do have Pluto TV. I think yeah, I think Pluto's free. I think it's like free. Tubi. I think it's like Tubi. Yeah, yeah. So I can watch that, but again, it's only Why one, one season. season. Why one season? That's stupid. They have like eight seasons I or know. nine seasons or some shit. Like, get me American Gladiators. Uh, I would just sit and fucking eat popcorn and watch fucking American Gladiators and be a happy little shit. Yeah, dude. Fucking was it? Laser, Blaze, Zap, all those. Oh, classic. Classic. 
Yep. So, all right. <laughs> well, we're not talking about <laughs> Maybe that's our next show. We're going to talk episode by episode American Gladiators. That, that would be wild. <laughs> no one else is doing it. I guarantee. Guarantee. Like, everyone yeah. else is yeah. doing like uh, uh, watch throughs on yep. all these other like popular shows. No one is doing an American Gladiators episode by episode breakdown. <laughs> they are not. <laughs> Might be a reason for that, too. Oh, <laughs> uh, well. I mean, we'll we find out. Compete, man. <laughs> we got to compete because like. You know, would should we even do uh, or consider Always Sunny? Because the Always Sunny guys are doing an Always Sunny episode. I, I know. By I episode know. breakdown. So it's like, well, that's too much competition. We would Who would listen to us when they have the fucking uh, Always Sunny people? Yeah. The Office, we can't do because you have uh, two of the main characters or two characters doing that one. Like, I can't do Scrubs because the fucking yep. main characters are doing that one. So it's like, God damn it! Celebrities have stolen podcasting from us hardworking podcasters. Yes, they they have, and I think even New Girl has one now with like Zoe Deschanel and everybody Jeez. on there. So yeah, I don't know, man. I think after shows are being consumed by the celebrities. Yeah, what are we gonna do, Corey? Amer- American Gladiators, American Gladiators. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'm not against it. Not against it. I love that fucking show. I dude, I, again, I am not against it at all. <laughs> Put it on the list. <laughs> on the list. Hey, everybody, Corey here. I just wanted to let you know that we'll be right back after these short messages. Have you been wondering where's the beef? Well, on our podcast, Throwback Trivia Takedown, you might just find that out, as well as some other things about the 70s, 80s, and 90s. We're a nostalgic-based trivia show that pits two challengers head-to-head in a duel of the decades, with categories ranging from movies, TV and music, to slang, food, and fashion. You're sure to get the best in retro-themed trivia. So strap on your jelly shoes, grab a surge, and walk like an Egyptian to your favorite podcast app and check out Throwback Trivia Takedown. I heard even Mikey likes it. Hey, everybody. I'm Tim. And I'm Dean. And we're the hosts of Talking Back. We're a retro-based podcast covering movies, comics, video games, and more. Check us out every Monday where we hit the rewind button and dig into some of our favorite content from the past. We like to keep things fun, lighthearted, and informative. Do you feel like you need more nostalgia in your life? Then check out Talking Back. We're available everywhere podcasts are found. Kramer agreed, like I said, he agreed to this cockfight. Yada, yada, yada. We come back uh, from the commercial break. Any any one, yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's say the whole fight was uh, was two seconds. And Jerry's like, "How long do they normally last?" You five seconds. (laughs) seconds. Uh, And George comes in, kind of further talks about how he's upset about Celia getting out. And then Jerry's like, "If the two of you were meant to be together, I'm sure the cops will pick her up on something." He's such a supportive friend. He is that he is. Uh, At Monk, at Monk's uh, Kirk. Kurt has lost all hope because he's bald and now he's just getting depressed and whatnot, as bald people do, I assume. I wouldn't know. Um, yes, I'm yeah. depressed most of the time, yes. <laughs> right. Uh, at the bodega, uh, Marcelino hasn't taken down the check still. Um, and now he wants little Jerry as a, you know, as a cost for uh, the, the act of taking it down, mm-hmm. which of course, Kramer refuses, and so you know it's not going to be taking it down. So. Yeah, little little Jerry's a winner. He wants him. Yeah, exactly. And I get it. Now, one thing that 
Kramer doesn't really understand is like cockfights, they strap little blades onto their fucking legs and yeah. whatnot. They, they're not cockfights are brutal. Yeah. Like, I've never seen one in person. Have I seen videos? Yes. Um, but they are fucking atrocious, you know, like little blood bass for these things. And like, they just get these awful aggressive animals and then they strap blades to them. It's not just like a, Mm-mm. Oh, one flies out of the ring and ha, ah, that's the end of it. And that's kind of how they play it off here. But it's like, no, they're, they're out for fucking death. I think they do think that they fight to the death. I think that's the, yeah. but I mean, the joke is here and the way they get around it is little Jerry won his first round because it came so fast and so hard that the, uh, that the other one, you know, kind of flew out of there. But yeah, that's not the normal way that no. you win these things. You, they usually go to the death. Yep. And so. but, uh, but I do like, you know, Jerry telling Kramer all this and Kramer's like, no, you know, just because Jerry Seinfeld has, is a has been don't make little don't make little Jerry. It never was. So you hate him because he's doing more with your name than you ever will. <laughs> Fair enough. I like That's it. Kind of I like all that stuff. I mean, it is funny putting down Jerry's career. Yeah. Um, and Kramer's yeah. been I feel like Kramer's been doing that for seasons now being like, OK, yep. you, your little comedy thing. You've made some mm-hmm. observations, but it's time to move on. He, and it's funny when Kramer becomes like a parent like that, because he's his life is the most messed up out of everybody's. True. But you're right. He does it in the next episode. He did it before with when he talks when uh, he was doing the. um filming of the movies it's the big time now yeah. it's not your little comedy <laughs> yeah, bit it's yeah. fucking movies yeah it's the big time so yeah you're yeah. right he he kind of he kind of does kind of you know poke at him yeah. about his little comedy e- even uh, though career. you know Jerry's little comedy act has kept Kramer fed for like yes. the past 15 years <laughs> very true the warden talks to George about uh Celia for parole which uh he doesn't say things in her favor he is basically trying to like um Keep her in jail, yeah. if you will. Yeah. So, of course, because he's George and he's a terrible person. Uh, Marcelino talks to Jerry and he decides, you know, you know, it's he another way to get the uh, the check down is have little Jerry take a dive. No. It's like, yeah, it's a fucking chicken. It can't take a dive. <laughs> How do you make him take a dive? <laughs> exactly. So, but that's what he wants. Uh, Kurt talks to George for advice on bald life. I like this. I I enjoy this little scene here. Sure. And I like what George tells him. He's like, you know, it's, oh, you only have like, what, 14 months left? He kind of double takes, looks at him, maybe 10 months, you know. Exactly. And he's like, what do I do? You live, damn it. Live. (laughs) Or he just start fucking shaving the head and go back to his shaved life and he'd be fine. Yeah, I know. I know. But the the joke. Why not just go back to the fucking shaved life? I know. I know. He looked good as a bald guy or as a shaved big head. So, like, do that. But there's a difference knowing that you can always grow your hair back. (laughs) I guess so. It's fucking with his confidence. It fucks with his confidence now, I think. Yeah. Yeah, Fair. All right. Uh, Celia pops into George's place, which he's upset about, of course, because he actively talked about, you know, he liked the not pop ins. Um, And she didn't get her parole. She busted out. Uh, which honestly though fugitive sex yeah is pretty hot too yeah. now that's the kind of sex i want yeah and that's exactly what uh, he tells jerry and kramer about um you know they're trying to train little jerry and get him ready for uh this kind of thing and his fight and whatnot but yeah george lets them know about the fugitive sex I'm like yeah 
Yeah, that's good stuff. Yeah. So <laughs> Kurt asks Elaine to marry him. Why? Because he's only got like these 10 to 14 months and he's got to live, live, damn it. That kind of thing. <laughs> and so, um, you know, all this kind of stuff he's just doing on a whim. Elaine, though, not very sure. Yeah. Eh, and I feel like it, by the way, just I feel like the Kurt thing just it starts strong and then kind of just fizzles a little bit. One hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, all right. At the cockfight, Jerry uh, gets fifty dollars from his parents. OK. Haha. Because and he's so angry all... about it. Ah! I was like, oh, okay, yeah, that's that's a little bit much. Yep. And uh, Marcelino, we see, has a huge rooster uh, that they're now worried about. A little Jerry in the fight. It's like, look at the size of that bird. It looks like a dog with a glove on his head. And but I do like when Jerry's uh, uh, talking to Elaine, and you know he's like, you know, she's something about like you know living life or whatever, getting married. He's like, what do you want to get married for? Yeah. And she's like, it's three thirty in the morning. I'm at a cockfight. What am I clinging on to? You know. And I was like, I was like, yeah, Elaine. Yeah. I think it's it's time <laughs> to make a change when you put it like that. At George's place, detectives find Celia and Kurt. Uh, they think he's George, though, because he's bald. And there's this whole little thing, which I found kind of confusing. Right. So because um, they, they popped in, like, looking for George, and he's not back yet. He's at the cockfight, which is at 3.30 in the morning. And when they show yeah. the outside of the, the – of course, it's just stock footage. They show the outside of this – George's apartment. It's daytime. Then uh. and then why is – like, why would why would he still be there with her? You know what I mean? And then they You're cut right. And then they cut back to the cockfight, which is technically at nighttime they, it, too. Exactly. They go back to the fight yeah. right after this. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this, this is a, a faux pas. This doesn't track right here. I didn't notice it, but you are one hundred percent. This is an uh, uh, editing error, yeah, for sure, on like the overall timeline of the sh- of the episode. And if you didn't call out the time that they were there, like mm-hmm. I could have just assumed it was during the day, and they were just in the back room. You know, I didn't have to it assume that to it was three. You're right. It doesn't. But Elaine said it, so therefore we have to go with that. So yeah, this was wonky yeah. editing, and something that I don't think happens too often in Seinfeld, like editing like this. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, at the fight, things get started. Kramer worried about little Jerry, so he jumps in to protect him, and we hear the sound of him being pecked. <laughs> it sounds, I mean, it sounds painful because he's like constantly getting pecked and screaming. Kick the fucking thing! I know. Seriously, Jeez, I could beat up a chicken. You know, I don't give a shit. No, I'd kick. I'd kick a fucking chicken. Yeah. That's like people who are, you know, kick it, stomp it. Stomp its fucking head. Like, like like people who run run from geese or whatever, you know? Yeah. It's like, oh, I would kick, kick the, the fuck out of that geese. Kick yes. it in the face. Yeah. Kick it in the face. Or grab it by its head and guess what? Swing it around and fucking like crush it. Because those little fuckers. I mean, granted, you, can't, you probably shouldn't do that because it'll bite your fingers. Yeah. Of course, it's probably got better reaction time. But kick it. You have legs. Kick the fucking thing. And, and Kramer has long ass legs. He should, yes, but he does. I mean, yeah, he, he's holding little Jerry, but yeah, he could have been like sort of swatting or pushing. Her. I mean, the thing sliced, hit you, just grab it by the throat, you know, just get, get rid of it. Yeah, I, I'm with you. Eh, Kramer getting like destroyed. It's like, it's part, part way funny, but also part way part not way realistic, yes. you know? It's not, it's not a complete loss because right. it does have some, some humorous aspects. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, Elaine, then we got a tag here at the end. Elaine visits Kirk. Kurt in prison. I keep calling him Kirk. Yeah. It's Kurt. Yeah. Kurt in prison. Because again, 
they think he's George for helping him well, come out. No, well, they, fought, how did they not? He fought the cop. He oh, punched the cop. So yeah, that's what it is. He, that, he punched yeah. the cop. You're right, right. My bad. My bad. Yeah. He does say that he punched the cop because he was getting angry or violent or whatever. Which is stupid. Uh, that's stupid. Him getting arrested. You know, all of that comes was out of nowhere because he doesn't seem like a violent no, kind of guy. No. Um, but he'll be out in ten to fourteen months, which is exactly the same period that he'll his last little scraps of hair will last. And Elaine returns his ring. Uh-huh. And and by kind the way, funny. his hair is going to fall a lot faster with the amount of stress that he'll be under in prison. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's going to yeah. go a lot faster. But I will say this uh, this ending with Kurt really fucking was a dud, like a fizzled mm-hmm. out dud. Um, I'll just I'll, I'll kick it off. Um, I rather enjoyed the episode, but I felt like it was an episode that the further it went on, it kind of went kept going down a little bit. I really liked yeah. the setup of a lot of the stuff here. I just didn't think it really stuck the landing, uh, unfortunately. But um, I did have fun with it. I, I I enjoyed, you know, sort of how much, you know, Jerry was sort of got into the, the cockfighting and training little Jerry and stuff like that. I didn't quite, as we said, didn't quite like or understand the bodega, you know, him bouncing the check. That just didn't make yeah. any sense. And, uh, you know, and I, it, Kramer had stuff to do and that was fine and everything. But, yeah, it just it felt like it was kind of a hodgepodge of an episode with just sort of things sort of thrown into it. But I still found it rather amusing and a little bit above average. So I'm going to give it three cockfights out of five. Yeah, it's it's funny. I actually thought about raising my score at the beginning of our discussion. And then by the end, I was like, no, nah, I'm keeping it exactly where I had it. Yeah, because the ending <laughs> of this thing just it, it really fizzles. Yeah. It really does fizzle. Absolutely. And the thing is, I don't dislike the storylines. The storylines are all pretty solid. George, you know, wanting to date a prisoner kind of makes sense and it kind of fits. And the whole cockfight stuff is ridiculous, but it it works. You're right. The worst one is the entire um, uh, Jerry bouncing a check, which just doesn't make any sense in the world of Jerry. Um, But everything else I'm pretty happy with, you know, Elaine and, and Kurt stuff. I think it's pretty decent, but it's. By the end of it, yeah, everything kind of just, like, doesn't go into a spot that I thought was particularly funny. Overall, it's just kind of ended up being middle of the road. And so I'm going to stick to my rating of 2.5 out of 5 clown balloon checks. That was the thing we didn't even mention. Oh, yeah. And that didn't even come back. It was really – it was – it wasn't even a funny thing. Yeah. No, there, there there was so much here for this episode to be great. And it just it they just didn't pull it all together, I think, in the end. And yeah. uh yeah. And yeah, the clown checks didn't sort of come back and it's like, oh yeah, because Jerry's a comedian, so and he but he but he didn't order them. Like that I think that kind of uh, exemplifies what's wrong with this episode. He didn't order the clown checks, the bank gave it to him by accident. So like why did so but do they know he's a comedian? And then like the clown checks, they make fun of him for like first part of the episode about it, but then there's nothing there's no punchline to it. And I think yep, that's kind of the exactly. problem with this episode. This episode had a great beginning, like a great startup, and it just, just didn't land right, I think. Yeah. So. Yeah, fair enough. But you still liked it better than the last one. <laughs> I liked it better than the last one. And overall, a 2.5 in Seinfeld yeah, is yeah. still yeah. A, an episode I enjoyed watching. Exactly. How about that? Exactly. So. so. And I hope everyone out there is enjoying episodes of Cartwright, a Seinfeld podcast. Um, I know a couple people haven't because I saw some ratings that we got. <laughs> I saw that. I saw that. <laughs> that dude 
tore into <laughs> <Yeah>. us, man. <laughs> He's like, I really wanted to like it, but those two guys talk about all this shit besides Seinfeld. I'm like, really? We don't really talk all we like every tangent we go on. I feel is pretty adjacent. Oh yeah, it's it started because of something in yeah. Seinfeld or what, or even something they're talking about. But I do know that we've had some tangent heavy episodes, and maybe True. listen to that one. But oh yeah, well, yeah, guy, I don't want, I don't even want him to listen. He can go fuck yeah, himself. Yeah, you can't, can't please everybody. What are you gonna do? But guys and gals, um, you know, if you do like the show and you want to support the show, even if you're on Patreon and you still want to support the show, five star reviews on Apple Podcasts always help us. You know, uh, get oh, new yeah. listeners in front of the show. And everything and then balance also, out that one fucking yeah. star that we got exactly that piece of shit. and then uh, also if you're listening on spotify uh give us a five-star review on spotify as well all all of these reviews yeah i mean everybody asks for them all podcasts ask for them so but it's because they work it's it's what they do so if you like what we're doing you know consider just taking a minute and giving us a five-star review on podcast on on apple podcasts and uh and if you really like us then consider swinging on over to our patreon page patreon.com slash cartwright and check out what we got going on over there we have every single episode of cartwright uh from very first episode uh all the way to now they're all ad free um we always come at they also hit early then 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 they hit the free feeds and everything like that mm -hmm. um so you have everything there and if you want to bump it up a little bit more four more dollars to five bucks we are dropping uh, two episodes of curb every month as well and right now we are about halfway through season three and you know a lot of the a lot of our conversations on cartwright come from stuff that we've watched on curb and vice versa and mm -hmm. i think yeah if you listen to them both you'll get the the big picture of of the whole cartwright uh thing that we're building here so uh check yeah. it out it, absolutely it is um it's something that fits well, obviously, with Seinfeld being Curb. Uh, but on top of that, you know, it's something that, you know, Corey and I are really digging that show. Yeah. You know, it's 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 fun. I, I'm not going to say it's better than Seinfeld because it's not. No. It'll never be better than Seinfeld. But um, it, it has some good moments and we have some good discussion. I talk, I add in whiskey reviews. Corey will throw in some beer reviews every now and then as well. Yeah. Like we're having fun over there. And honestly... I know a lot of podcasts that only give you one episode, uh, a bonus episode a month, or no bonus episodes a month, and we're trying to bust our ass to give <laughs> two episodes a month. Um, so, in case you know, if you guys are at all interested in diving into Curb, I'd highly recommend bump up the Patreon and check that out. And I, I like to think you're gonna have a good time. I'm, I know you will. And we'll catch you guys next week with the money. Not the comeback if you're listening if you're watching them on the the DVD box set like I almost we'll talk fucked about up on but uh, we'll talk about the that. money <laughs> next episode yeah, yeah we'll, we'll have the a money <laughs> big discussion on that one exactly actually. so <laughs> see you guys in a week. Hey everybody, I'm Corey and I'm Zach. And we're the hosts of Podcasting After Dark, a cast dedicated to late-night horror and sci-fi of the 80s and 90s, often found on HBO and Cinemax. You know, the movies your parents didn't want you watching as a kid. You can find us every other week on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, and Stitcher. This is what you want. This is what you get.